You're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. I'm your host, Adam Rosen. I'm a fellowship-trained, board-certified orthopedic surgeon who specializes in knee replacement. Here I'll talk to you about common knee complaints and other orthopedic issues. We'll cover other important health-related topics, all of which are meant to helpfully answer some of your questions and help improve the quality of your life. Thanks for listening, and on with the next episode. Hello and welcome back. This is Adam Rosen, and you're listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. So in this podcast, again, we talk about a lot of stuff about your knee and a lot of health-related topics. So in today's episode, I want to talk to you about our lovely pets, or possibly a stranger's pet, and those bites that occur from those animals. And if you don't even listen to this entire podcast, I'm going to leave you with the most important thing is that even a very simple puncture, sort of innocuous looking wound can be a big deal. So if you do get bit by a dog or a cat, seek out evaluation and treatment by your primary care doctor or an urgent care or an ER um, for prompt and appropriate treatment. Why? Well, the reason I want to bring all of this information up to you is as an orthopedic surgeon, most commonly, what we get is somebody who gets bit and doesn't think it looks that bad And they sit and they wait and days go on and they have what we call delayed presentation. So they show up to the ER a week out with typically if it's their hand or their leg, this horrible wound, red, draining pus, it's infected. Now it has to go to the operating room. It needs intervention, IV antibiotics. It's a big deal. And that's the thing is if you show up early and you treat it early, some of them may be okay, but you don't know who that will be just looking at the bite because you're never really sure how deep it went and whether or not that bacteria is going to grow wherever you were bit. So it's always best to have it evaluated, treated, and it may prevent the possibility of a big, big problem. So, you know, 1% of all ER visits in our country are due to animal bites, typically dog and cat bites. And almost $50 million are spent for treating those people with those injuries. Now, if um, you were bit and you showed up, depending on the size, location of the wound, if it's a couple little puncture wounds, it can be washed out. So they can irrigate it and wash it. If it was an unknown animal, as far as whether or not the animal could or could not have rabies, you may need treatment for rabies. If you haven't had tetanus in more than five years, you most likely will get a tetanus shot And a lot of places will put you prophylactically on antibiotics, the most common antibiotic being Augmentin. So even if you're listening and you're not a primary care doctor or you're a primary care doctor, we still see a lot of people use the wrong antibiotics because there's lots of nasty bacteria that live within the mouths of cats and dogs. So you want to make sure that you're giving the appropriate antibiotic. You know, so if your doctor gives you something that seems a little um, different from that, you know, just ask your question like, is, is that the best antibiotic for a dog bite or for a cat bite? Now, you may be allergic to one or both of the medications that's in Augmentin, so they may have to pick and choose a different medicine or combination of medicines, but sometimes antibiotics are helpful. There are some studies that show that, you know, for minor wounds, you may or may not um, need antibiotic treatment, but again, Without using it in certain instances, it can lead to a big, big problem. Now, certain times, it's more than just a puncture wound. It can be a tear or laceration, you know, especially if these are on the face and things like that. So we don't always close these perfectly. So if you cut yourself with a knife, it's a clean wound. You stitch it up nice and clean, heals up really nice. 
But if it's a traumatic wound, these are grossly contaminated wounds. I mean, you get dog bites and cat bites. So if it tears the skin, you know, sometimes we do leave it open or the ER may wash it out and leave it open or what we call loosely close it. So they just put a couple stitches in it to leave some holes so fluid or anything else that's bad can drain out as opposed to trapping it deeply below the skin and below the wound where that bacteria can grow and fester and then become an abscess and a big problem. Now, the other problem, and this is where I think most people that we see in orthopedics run into problems, is it just looks like a couple little holes, right? You know, especially if it's a cat, they're like needles. And what happens is they bite the hand and people don't realize that those little needles can puncture down into the tendon. And if you get bacteria in the tendon or the tendon sheath, you can get an infection of that tendon sheath. So again, these are people that don't think it's that bad. And five, six days later, they come and they can't bend or straighten their fingers. And they have redness all the way up and down the path of these tendons. And they have to go to the operating room and have all this stuff washed out. What can be worse than that is sometimes around any joint in your body, you can get a bite from a cat or a dog and those teeth can penetrate and puncture the joint capsule. So again, the joint capsule is basically a bag that surrounds all of our joints that keeps the fluid in it. But if those teeth enter into the capsule, the bacteria from the mouth can then grow in that environment. So not only will it cause pain and redness and produce pus, but those bacteria cells love cartilage. So by the time that you get to the operating room and you're washing it out, you may already have damage to the cartilage, which can then lead to arthritis. So all I want you to really kind of take away from this is just be very vigilant that if you have a dog or cat, or if your friend or family member has a dog or cat, or what sometimes happens is it's a complete stranger's dog or cat, or what's worse, a stray dog or cat that comes up and bites you, is that don't just assume that a little tiny puncture wound is not a big deal, is that at least go home yourself and wash it out. And seriously consider seeing your doctor, seeing the urgent care, seeing the ER, get it evaluated, let a medical profession really make a decision on, does this need to be opened, washed out, taken to an operating room? Do you need IV antibiotics? Do you need a tetanus booster? Was it a stray? Do you need rabies? Just to make sure that you can be proactive and prevent a small problem from becoming a big problem and a bad infection, which can lead to all sorts of other complications down the road just by simply delaying and kind of blowing off what looks like a trivial injury based on the little hole that you might have in your skin. Um, so, you know, again, um, just be cognizant, be careful, um, enjoy your pets. We have two cats, we have a dog, we love them. Um, but at the same time, they're animals. And sometimes even if they're not trying to be mean, you know, they may nip at you or they may kind of snap at you. And if they bite you, that bacteria can cause a big, big problem. So again, thanks for listening. I'm Adam Rosen. You've been listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. Until next time, stay safe. Thanks for listening to the Your Knee, Your Health podcast. If you've not already done so, please subscribe so you'll be notified of future episodes. And if you enjoy what you're hearing, please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. I'm your host, Adam Rosen. And until next time, stay safe.